We are live. Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Presents, the athletes of the semifinals. But before I get to my guest, I need to shout out my sponsors. RX Smart Gear provides world-class jump ropes, grips, and other gear for us all. Use the discount code Clydesdale15 for 15% off your order at rxsmartgear.com. Mobility Movement MVMNT is a program that teaches you how to increase your capacity to heal, reduce recovery time, and restore your nervous system to peak health. Everyone gets a free seven-day trial, but our listeners get another month free when they use the code Clydesdale Free Month at mobilitymvmnt.com. And finally, our newest sponsor, C4 Energy, delivering the most effective, best-tasting, and highest-quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use code Clydesdale at checkout at c4energy.com. That's c4energy.com. And I got my C4 right here because these interviews go all day, um, but I am loving it. It is so cool getting to meet all the semifinalists. And I am here with Tanner Balaz. You actually nailed it. Yeah, a lot of people mess that up, but that is impressive. Nice. Uh, and you are a training think tank athlete? That's correct. Are you there in Georgia or are you doing it remote? Um, I'm remote most of the time. Depending on the time of the season, I bounce down there to Georgia and, and we'll train on site for a few weeks here, a few weeks there. But uh, right now I'm remote. So how did you get hooked up with Max? Uh, it was a crazy story, actually. I uh, had fallen into CrossFit really randomly. Um, I was training clients at a gym back home and, uh, some people came up to me and said, Hey, you doing Murph? And I said, uh, remind me what that is. And so they did. Cause I had heard of it, but I didn't know exactly what it was. Um, ended up doing Murph and, uh, they were like, man, you've, you're pretty fit. Like, what do you do? Where are you from? This kind of thing. And, um, I, at the time, I was just training at the YMCA, or I would run in the trails, play pickup basketball. I, I still wanted to be an athlete, but I did. I wasn't doing CrossFit, and uh, so Murph went pretty well, besides ripping my hands to shreds. And I was like, "Yeah, it's kind of fun." So I dabbled in uh, CrossFit here and there. I would do like, I don't know, a class watt every couple weeks or whatever. But still, my training was mostly what it was. And uh, I had a buddy sign me up for the CrossFit Open in 2019. Um, I believe it was 19. Whatever year there was two Opens in the same year. Maybe it was 2000. Yep. I don't know. Um, yeah. He had signed me up. He's like, you need to do the Open Friday Night Lights and all this stuff. I really didn't know what it was. And so he signed me up, ended up doing really well, much better than I expected. Now I know that I guess it was impressive then, but then I really didn't know. I think I finished around 200th in the world. And, uh, so earlier that year, prior to the open, I had done this competition with a couple buddies. Uh, that was a qualifier for granite games, but it was like intermediate level. And I didn't know what it was even qualifying us for. I just, they're like, Hey, you want to do this comp on a Saturday? So we went and did it. And it qualified us for Granite Games. So we had signed up for that. But we were in the intermediate division. Open comes around a couple months after. And a couple months after the the comp, the qualifier for Granite Games, I do pretty well. And then Granite Games was in like June. So technically at Granite Games, I guess there was guys there that I had beaten in the Open that were competing with like the pros. Um. And I was in the intermediate division. Well, pretty pretty soon into the weekend, I had had a good idea that I was probably 
a little bit more advanced than a lot of the guys that were in the intermediate division, but I didn't know, you know, I had no clue. So some of the guys were actually kind of ticked because they had traveled to, to Minnesota to compete, you know, or have fun with their buddies. And here I am, you know, doing sets of 30 chest to bar butterfly unbroken. And so it was kind of a weird experience, but at that time, um, I had this, this friend of mine, um, her name's Hannah Eden who she's a huge social media personality. She actually started her career in CrossFit long ago, but then opened up a gym in Fort Lauderdale that wasn't CrossFit. She created her own brand called Pump Fit Club. And uh, the she had, the gym's closed now, and but she works with like On It and Nordic Track. And we've done, I did a trainer with her at bodybuilding.com. And so she's been a huge, huge part of my um, start to my like career, getting me into like the fitness industry. And she had always said, you need to do CrossFit. You're built for CrossFit and this and that. And you've got, you know, the capacity. And so she had worked with TTT early in her career. TTT was like just starting out. And uh, I don't know exactly what year this was. But anyway, she she had been telling me that. So I'm at Granite Games. And one of my teammates, actually, he, uh, he had tore his hamstring out. So we were done on Sunday. Like we were just basically watching – and uh, I'm like, man, I'm going to look up this guy because I saw Travis Mayer was wearing a training think tank shirt. And uh, so I look it up and I, I text my buddy from back home. I say, hey, do you know a guy named Max Elhaj? And he like laughs and he was like, yeah, of course, because he was like big into CrossFit at the time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Googling Max Elhaj and I literally put my phone in my pocket and Max Elhaj walks in front of me. It was crazy. And uh I, I literally, I go up to Max, or he was talking to someone at the time, stopped and talked. So I waited for like five or 10 minutes for him to stop that conversation. And I said, Hey, man, I know you don't know who I am, but I know who you are. I just Googled you. And I'm like showing him, like, I literally just Googled you. And uh, I said, I need help because I, I think I want to do this CrossFit thing, but I'm doing, you know, a Metcon from Invictus or a Metcon from Comp Train or a Metcon from TTT or whoever I could find on Instagram. And that's basically my training. No Olympic lifting, nothing like that. I was just doing Metcons. And uh, so he's like, okay, well, did you do the open? Blah, 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 blah. And uh, he kind of thinks I'm BSing him. I can tell, like, because he's like, how long have you been doing CrossFit? And I'm like, really, just a few weeks. You know, I, I toy around with it, but this is my first comp I've ever been to and this and that. So he says, uh, or he looks me up on his phone. And he's like, I'll, I'll get back with you when, when I get to Atlanta. I'll shoot you an email and we can touch base. And I think I was 22 at the time. And I'm thinking this guy's not going to probably contact me. He's coaching this Travis Mayer and this other dude named Noah Olson, you know. <laughs> and yeah. uh, anyway, he shoots me an email like 15 minutes after that. And he's like, hey, great to meet you. And uh, I do want to get in touch. And when I'm back to Atlanta, we'll touch base. And so that's how it all started. I know that was kind of a long, elaborate answer, but it was just weird how I fell into CrossFit. My first comp is Granny Games. This chick that I know who's a big part of my life, she's telling me TTT. I Google Max, and he happens to be walking in front of me right when I put my phone in my pocket. It was just a weird type of deal. Um, so, yeah, they, I went down on site a couple times. And uh, just to see, like, TTT is what I love about them. From, or one thing I love about them, I guess, is that they don't just work with just anyone. Um, I feel like some of these brands or whatever, if you're really, really fit and you can add value to them, 
uh, because you have a huge following or whatever it may be, they'll just, sure, we'll work with you. But the huge part of the, the, you know, success, or I guess a huge part of the facet and coach athlete type of thing is the relationship. And, uh, you know, these people that are super fit, semifinalists or who, whatever, you know, they could follow any, I'm outside. I don't want to get stung by a wasp. Uh, they could, yeah, we don't, we don't want to get viewers that way. Yeah. Um, th- these people that are really fit, what I've come to find out is they can really probably follow any programming that they want and they'll still get fit. Um, but a huge part of it is the relationship that you have with your coach, the off the competition floor type of thing. And I think TTT does a good job with really identifying individuals that are, are good fit for their coaches or whoever it may be. So, yeah, I, ne- I didn't actually start working with Max. And I work with Kyle Ruth, um, who's at TTT as well. I actually talked to Kyle probably more than anybody there. Um, but, yeah, I didn't start working with them for a while after I had originally met them um, just because we wanted to make sure it was right. And uh, so, yeah, but it's been a phenomenal experience since. Yeah, Kyle's a great guy. Um, got to meet him at Mac last year. Yeah. So, um, your, your story is pretty crazy. Um, I read some stuff online about how you were obese as a kid and bullied a lot and turned to fitness, um, and all that. So, and then you were going to play college football and you broke your vertebrae. Yeah. So my, yeah, it was crazy. I had a couple injuries, but the back was one of them. And, uh, and that made, that ended your football career. Yep. And so you kind of fell into this fitness thing in CrossFit. Yep. Yeah. And, and was it to just fill that hole? Um, yeah, it was just weird when I, so my father passed away when I was 12 and, uh, I was always overweight as a kid, even, you know, obviously your siblings pick on you, but even some of my good friends and everybody at school, you know, calling you names, typical, you know, bullying type stuff that you see at that age. But eventually it started to get to me. And when my dad passed away, I had known, you know, even only being 12, I still knew that my dad wasn't healthy. Um, and there's a family heart history in my family. Um, so I wanted to flip the script and I started training. I, well, I joined my, so my dad passed away going into my seventh grade year. Um, my eighth grade year, there's a like personalized PE class that you can take. That's more like fitness based and not as much like playing kickball and racquetball and stuff like that. So I joined the personalized PE class and that really was my first exposure to like exercising. And, uh, I was always pretty talented at sports. Even when I was overweight, like in seventh grade, I still ran the ball like for the football team. Cause I was relatively skilled and, um, was always a pretty aggressive athlete, um, I was just overweight. And so eighth grade, that was kind of a big year taking that class. And I told my mom, I said, I'm going to stay out of the snack drawer at home. And I didn't know much about nutrition then, but I literally was just trying to not eat fast food and stay out of the snack drawer. And I resorted to like eating salads, but I remember just dousing them in like ranch dressing. (laughs) So it's probably just as bad. Um, And at the same time, you know, you're maturing as a, as a young, you know, teenage boy too so that helped but I had lost quite a bit of weight during my eighth grade year and finished like top 10 in the schools uh they do a triathlon at the end of the year it's just like a short little sprint triathlon 
for the eighth graders and finishing in the top 10 of that was like a huge, I still remember standing on the stage, you know, to this day, cause I couldn't believe that like I actually had done it. It was like one of those first fitness goals that I had set for myself that I had actually worked for and accomplished. And that was a huge, just like motivating, um, time in my life, I guess, um, that kind of continued to push me forward. And then moving into high school, we, I started lifting for football like that, that summer before my freshman year with the high school kids. And, uh, that's when I really fell in love with the weight room. And then it just snowballed from there, freshman, sophomore, junior. And then my senior year, um, I knew by the time I graduated, like I want to do something with fitness. I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but I want to be in sports or in fitness, um, in some regard, you know, for the rest of my life. So went to play college football, um, had already had the back injury and knew about it, but actually hurt my uh, knee. A uh, guy had run into my knee when I was planted in the ground on a punt return, like my second week of fall camp. And, uh, you know, it just made me think like, if I do want to do this for a long time, I'm taking some risk, you know, by playing football for the next four years. So stepped away from football and then immediately just kind of jumped into the fitness stuff. I'd already was working out a ton, but I was in the gym, you know, before class, after class, doing all kinds of stuff. Just loved it. I was skipping some class to probably work out and uh, did those uh, video trainers, had met Hannah Eden, the girl I told you about earlier, did those video trainers at bodybuilding.com. That opened up some huge doors for me in the industry and uh, by the time I was done with school, uh, I was trained. I'd already been training clients like back in my hometown, like working with athletes and like sports performance stuff and was studying exercise science in school. And then when I was back, uh, done with school, this is this like 2018, 2019. Um, that's when those people at that gym had said, Hey, do you want to do Murph? And Murph is really the first time that I was exposed to something like that. And I didn't know how to butterfly. didn't know how to kip. I just like flailed my pull-ups and, uh, I guess I went pretty fast. That's what they told me. Um, so that's where it all kind of kicked off, but yeah, CrossFit has certainly been a competitive type of atmosphere, competitive type of Avenue, I guess, uh, you could say that that sports gives you, um, it's just more individual based, obviously. So this is your second semifinal now. Yep, second semifinal. Yeah, you you did Granite Games last year. Yep. In the in the heat of Minnesota. Yeah, it was a rough year for me. Um, and now you're you're at the Mac. Yep. So what are your goals this year after experiencing it for a year? Yeah, last year was it was crazy because I'm so new to the sport. In 2020, my first ever was Wadapalooza, and I did that with a TTT team. Um, we had actually won the worldwide qualifier and then we're looking forward to going. We thought we had a really good team, uh, a couple girls um, that are really good that actually aren't competing currently because ha- they've had kids and stuff like that. But we also had Nick Hecht, who's on uh, team uh, one box athletics, I think this year. Um, but anyway, two of our girls had to bounce. So we got two new girls, went to Waterpalooza. That was my first exposure at like the elite level, had a ton of fun. And then COVID wiped that entire season. And that was one year where I was like, that was my second year in the sport. But I was like, we were planning on going and competing as much as we could to get me experience and stuff like that. And then everything's wiped. We were signed up for West Coast Classic. And uh, so anyway, 2020, we basically lost a year 
And, uh, so 2021 comes around last year and, uh, my back injury flares up and, uh, we were training hard. And I think just the overall training volume, you know, being so new to the sport, I may not have been ready for it. And, uh, so my back was flared up, dealt with that all year. It got a couple times to the point where we were just going to shut it down for the season. And actually a few days before quarterfinals, I was basically, I wasn't paralyzed, but I was on bed rest, basically watching the tournament because I was in so much pain. And I actually remember going on a walk with Max and he was advising me to potentially shut it down and, you know, it wasn't worth it as young as I was and um, play the long game, which TTT is very smart with. They're not rushing athletes or things like that. And so anyway, I had some great doctors and a great team in Georgia that got me ready to go and qualified for semifinals. But then I was like, okay, well, I qualified. Now I have to train for them, even though I probably shouldn't have because of the amount of pain I was in. Um, we, we trained for them, but just couldn't really do what I needed to do to be at the fitness that I you know, needed to, to have to compete at a semifinal. And, uh, but I wanted to show up anyway, just cause it was my first individual comp that I had, you know, done. And, uh, so anyway, great learning experience. It just wasn't the season that I was expecting. Um, but I'll definitely, you know, have great takeaways from, from last year, from, you know, a mature maturity standpoint in terms of training. And we've learned a lot about my body and, and how to attack my training. And this year I'm, I'm healthy. I feel great. And, um, going into Mac, you know, I'm still, I don't know if I'm the most inexperienced guy in the field, but I'm, I'm probably one of them. Um, so I'm just using it as another uh, year to gain experience, but I'm definitely not showing up just to get my credentials and, you know, happy to be there. You know, I want to, I want to be in the mix and, uh, you know, just go out, give every workout um, my best and we'll see where it shakes out. Sorry, I was muted there. Yeah, there, I, I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah, my dog was barking, so I was trying to like keep that. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I want to thank you for jumping on with us. Uh, it's been great getting to know the semifinalists, and you have a great story. And I can't wait to see you in person at the MAC. Yeah, uh, I appreciate you having me on, and it's been good to talk, and I'll, I'll definitely be looking for you. All right, man. We'll see you there. Good luck. Thank you.